0: what's up everybody a special unleash you here with the coach mike favor some call me mike Faber, michael faber but some call me the coach mike favor with unleash you's own samar samar thanks samar carbo whatever you want to call me as right. well and our special guest the one the only the most amazing is let everybody know
1: sharon davis Mincy.
0: nice the reason why i did that was because the last name i was oh. just like nope uh, <laughs> <laughs> our our Someone we both know, Keith, right. the Professor White, mm-hmm. uh, kept trying to tell me it. I was just like, "I'm going to give her the honor of saying it herself." Yes. It's
1: <laughs> not Sharon, not Sharonda. <laughs> yes.
0: Right. So it's a special podcast. We're live. Right. All of us in here at the same time talking yes. about the good stuff. Right. Now, people know Samar. Samar, thinks, He's well known. Me, not so much. But a couple of people know me. You. Everybody needs to know of you. Yeah,
1: everybody needs to know me.
0: So tell us, you. Who are you?
1: Well, um, I am a woman who is trying to find her way and, and achieve my goals and my dreams, um, and actually, uh, and also, uh, goodness, that's a good question. Um, also, be an example to my son. Mm. And, and to other people who feel the same way I do and um, sometimes feel as though maybe they're too old to live their dreams or maybe their time has passed them. Um, I, I felt that way myself several times, but um, I just always have felt like there's something within me that like kind of eats away at me that if I don't do this, that my life is just not going to be right. Mm. Yeah. So um, I try to figure out any kind of way to put myself out there um, so that people will know who I am yeah
0: right mm-hmm. if I heard that correctly
1: mm-hmm.
0: right it was is someone that's determined to make it Absolutely. regardless Yes. right regardless what the world tells them regardless what the society tells them regardless what people around them might tell them that you're going to make it and it's because you want to send that message to no longer just your son but anybody out there that's looking at it saying that they're not good enough or they're too old or they're not right for the spot or are not a smart enough whatever it is. Yeah. That that you can do it and you can do it but they and they can do it too.
1: Absolutely. That's where I'm at in life. I mean, I've had my trials and tribulations and um I mean, I can go on forever about how I got to this point. But <laughs> Please um Please <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah, the mic's yours. Okay. Well, um basically um I feel like I'm, I'm at a pivotal point. Uh, my Growing up, I had issues. I had learning disability. Mm. Um, I came from a household that was dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. And um, from very early on as a child, uh, I, I felt like I had to be the protector and take care of everybody in my family. Um, and that was a lot of pressure. I'm the middle child. I have two brothers, an older brother and a younger brother. Um, you know, I was... The protector of my younger brother, the protector of my mother. Uh, a lot of people don't know this but um, I'm a child who came from a family of domestic violence um, so I live with that mm. and uh, there have been several hurdles that I've had to cross um, that sometimes dealing with that as a child kind of put up a wall for me and made it kind of hard uh, first of all because you don't necessarily want people to know that
0: mm-hmm. when you're
1: younger mm-hmm. um, you want people to think that everything is the way it looks but it's not always that way mm-hmm. um, I have learned I have a learning disability um, I'm 39 years old I'll be 40 in December and I didn't find out that I actually had a learning disability until I was 25 years old ah. um, school was very hard for me I, I did graduate from high school and, and got a diploma Uh, It did get a little bit easier towards the end, but I struggled, you know, I struggled with my reading. I struggled with my math. You know, it it was just hard for me. And then to also have to deal with life at home. Um, You know, there were times growing up as a little kid, I I worried about whether or not my mom would be safe when I got home or, you know, what was going to happen. So that was a lot for me to deal with. And I'm just really getting to a point where I've accepted that. Nobody's past is great, and that I'm not going to allow that to hold me back. Mm. And I also, you know, want people to talk about it because that definitely helps.
0: Dang right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question, right? Because you have an amazing story. So you go through one having a learning disability, and really not having anyone to guide you through it. Yeah. You pretty much had to guide yourself through it to be able to get a degree. Exactly. Right. Which I, I from someone that had a learning disability, but was called out for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazing that you could do that because I barely did that while knowing.
1: Well, you know what, Mike? I think that um, the thing was is that I wasn't a misbehaved child. Mm. So I don't think people paid attention to it. Mm. I think as long as I did enough to get by, that was just enough. Right. You know, and, and so because I wasn't really a, a bad child, especially when I was younger, now when I got a little bit older, it was different. But <laughs> when I was younger, you know, I was very good. I, you know, I did what I was supposed to do, I listened to adults and you know, if I didn't do something right, I tried to make it right. So I don't think they really paid attention to it. They were more focused on the children who were disruptive in class, right. mm-hmm. who couldn't sit still, mm-hmm. you know, who who just didn't do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of slid mm-hmm. through.
0: Right, because yeah. you weren't acting out. You didn't get the attention exactly. to know what was going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. All right, so then you deal with that. You deal with abusive home life. Yeah. You deal with being the protector of your brothers. Yes. Right. All right. You have all these all these things going on, and this is you as a teenager. Mm-hmm. This isn't even, we're not talking about adult, we're talking about a teenager. Mm-hmm. Someone that's trying to figure out who they are and go through life's growth when you're from a, a non-teen to a teen to a young adult and on. Then you go through adulthood where you're trying to gather all this and figure it out and come to grips with life while also building your identity. Yes. Right? and you're here sitting with us, right? And you're doing big things and great things in the community and in your own life. What are some things that you take away that someone going through what you went through or even a piece Mm -hmm. needs to know that you wish you did?
1: Hmm. Oh man, that's a really good
0: one. Thank you, every once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Blind squirrel finds some nuts
1: sometimes. (laughs) Every once in a while I
0: find a good question. Not very often, but here and there.
1: Well, I think first of all, and this is probably for most people, um, you kind of feel like you're the only one going through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you How don't can I understand it. Right. Nobody's right. going to relate to this. Right. You know, I don't see this going on anywhere else. It's, it's just me. So, mm-hmm. in essence, your, your story almost becomes your secret. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say, talk about it, tell people. Um, you know, I don't care how old you are, how young you are, whatever the case may be, talk to somebody. Even if that somebody doesn't, is not able to get you out of that situation, at least you know that you can talk about it and you can express it to someone. Because um, if I would have had that or known that I could do that a long time ago, I probably would be much further, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if you had to say one message, that would be your message. talk about it come to grips with it yeah so you can talk
1: about it let people know about it you're not, it. Don't you're be not ar- alone ashamed of it or you know afraid of other people knowing mm. i think for most people it's the fear of mm-hmm. other people knowing mm-hmm. that your life is not perfect
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the judgment yeah right it, good or bad When things right. are going good you're like i don't want people to know because they'll be like oh but you yes. know, but snooker or mm-hmm. you know you got lucky because you knew or yeah. you're with yes. whatever yes Right, and then if you're doing it bad, people will be like, "I knew it." Like, I knew that
1: was gonna happen. Right? Yeah,
0: and this person just doesn't do the right thing; they don't get the right thing. Right? So that's a that's an awesome message to send back. Yeah, I really like it. And with uh, with that, if I can interject yeah, here, um, I hear that story, but I also hear almost uh, almost a pivot uh, where you were one thing, um, almost a demure younger woman and you became something else uh, is, there, is there some specific experience that tur- that sort of woke you up to who you could be he's explaining the caterpillar to the butterfly <laughs> he wants to hear about the butterfly uh,
1: um, I guess I would say having my son mm. having a child mm-hmm. um, before having my son like I said I was 25 years old and you know, most of my girlfriends at that time had already had children. Some of them, their, their children were already like 10 years old. Um, so, in a lot of people's aspect from where I come from, you know, I was a, considered a late bloomer when it came to uh, having a child. Um, but once I had my son... Um, well, let me go back a little bit. Let me okay. say this. Right. Um, in my mind... Growing up from a young child, I continuously told myself that when I get older, I'm not going to live like this. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be stuck in this. Um, I saw my mother struggle and, you know, I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want to do it. I have done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I have struggled. And I had a really good friend tell me one time, she said, Sharon, you you know, you're so industrious and, and you know, you, you're such a survivor. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she was definitely uh, mm-hmm. complimenting my mm-hmm. character. And I turned to her and I looked at her and I said, yes, I, I am a survivor. You're right. But I don't want to survive anymore. I want to live. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to live. And she kind of looked at me like, she didn't say anything, but she kind of looked at me. I don't know if she got it, mm-hmm. but... That's how I felt. There's a
0: difference between surviving and, and thriving. Yeah, thriving, yeah. Right. A it's, big difference. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, I understand that what you just said is because that's a huge thing with me. For a while, I was just trying to f- to find this place just that I'm here, yeah. that I'm real, right? That was just surviving. Yes. And I have the same kind of story as you. I had a daughter. And I always say my daughter saved my life and became my life mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because before, her I didn't care that much. I was in dumb situations. I was in dumb Uh, positions I put myself in by lack of judgment and thinking and then when I found out I was having her I couldn't do that anymore it was then real life and it's because I didn't want her to have to read about me or have to come visit me I wanted to be there whenever I wanted to yeah so I understand exactly what you mean by a child changes things I I hope so yeah Yeah, I hope it does because if it doesn't then we have another issue we have to talk about yeah but if it does that means that at least you understand the gravity of the situation absolutely right because there's other lives involved in your own yeah it's not just your life it's others involved as i always say like when people say you live for yourself i say no you don't that's a bad life yeah that's a that's a waste of life if you live for yourself yeah. now you have to do what makes your heart bump but at the same time you have to understand other people are with you in this journey
1: yeah, so true. And that, and that's exactly how I felt. I I felt once I had my son that this was my opportunity to change and that's where the pivot came in. Yeah. And this is my opportunity to make my life different mm-hmm. as I said I would when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And I no longer, like you said, it was no longer just about me because before him, you know, it was just about me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I did what I wanted to do. I went where I wanted to go, Mm -hmm. and I worked, and I just lived for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And once he came along, it was like, hey, it's time for somebody else now. Um, So he's definitely my blessing, um, and he's definitely one of my biggest reasons why I continue to push forward to to do what I'm doing. Nice. Yeah.
0: I got one off what you just said. Okay. We actually did a podcast uh, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. and uh, I have my one of my greatest quotes if I don't toot my own horn by all means <laughs> tune away your alarm clock wakes you up right but yes. your why gets you out of bed exactly because I know a lot of people that hit the alarm the alarm clock goes off and you hit snooze yep
1: mm-hmm.
0: right, can I, right ref- back to sleep. I can't be one of those guys I'll never hit the snooze button because my why has to be stronger than if not mm-hmm. I don't know my why well enough
1: yeah
0: so your son mm-hmm. but I want more in depth okay right I like the, I want to know the depth of you okay and it's, what's your why? Like You're doing these life-changing and world-changing things. Mm-hmm. right? You're, you're no longer trying to change yourself, because it all starts with self. But you're also trying to change the situation around you. People, places, businesses, right. things, right? etc. Cetera, et cetera. You're trying to make an impact. Yes. Why?
1: I'm trying to make an impact because I would like to help other people make their lives better and, mm-hmm. and, and change their lives as well and I feel like uh, the direction that I'm heading in will put me in a position where I'm able to do that on a grander scale Mm. I mean, you know, I help, I volunteer Mm -hmm. I, you know, I do those things now Um, but I would like to be able to do it the way I want to do it as much as I want to do it and be able to give abundantly
0: Mm, Nice, good word I love that word, Mm -hmm. Joyce
1: That's that's really what I want to do and I've always felt like I said, in my, my soul, in my gut, mm-hmm. that um, I have a special place in this world, and I'm definitely supposed to do something great. Nice. Yeah.
0: How is that feeling?
1: It is annoying sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we we, we be... laugh because we feel it. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're being honest. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it's annoying sometimes. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's scary. Mm-hmm it is uh, it's, it's so many uh, different feelings wrapped up in, into one person um but for the most part it just constantly makes me feel like I have to keep working towards whatever it is and hopefully once I get to a certain point which probably is not true but once I get to a certain point maybe I'll feel a little less um a little more ease, I mm. guess I'll say. A little more ease. Okay. Yeah. And who I am and where I'm at. But right now, I just feel like I just got to keep grinding and mm-hmm. doing everything that I can do.
0: that right. The constant grind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Constant battle. Yeah, for sure. Right? We know about that feeling. No, oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the beautiful thing for me um, is that when, whenever you tell your story, well, even if you're talking about the bad parts, mm-hmm. you got the little corners of your, your mouth still smiling. Okay. <laughs> you're, 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 even, you're always talking about it in a positive way. Yeah. Uh, is that just inbred in you or is that just a perspective you've always had? Or did you come to that realization that there's a little bit of joy in all the things you do? Uh,
1: you know, I think it's a little bit of, of all of those mm-hmm. things combined. Or is it happening right now? Yeah. Where I, I think, <laughs> um, my mother was a very... Um, compassionate, is-ish, because she's still alive. Mm -hmm. Um, She's a very compassionate woman, and she was very nurturing to me. And she taught me um, that just because your circumstances are not that great, it it doesn't mean that you can't still find joy in Mm. what you have and where you've been. And I feel as though that's definitely a part of me. And I just feel like I was just born this way too. I just Mm -hmm. feel like it was just, it's just my makeup, as you said. Mm. And then, of course, um, just I've gotten to a point in my life now where I, I don't dwell on certain things so much. And, and um, the negative things, I try not to hold on to them. Mm. So seeing where I came from and where I'm at now, even though it may have been hard and rough, um, I, I came out on the other side. So mm. that, that definitely makes me smile on the inside and on the outside that's awesome yeah
0: now I do an exercise with a lot of the people that well everybody that works Pretty here yeah. stays in here or, or comes around enough okay and because you know you were so willing and eager to be in the seat today mm-hmm. and talk to us a little bit I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit okay right? like I said I, I like uncomfortable because that's where we grow from so something we do is we call the obituary test
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? it's at the end of our journey when it's all said and done, when the dash is done and we got the end date, all right, we won't see it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you wanna be remembered?
1: I wanna be remembered as someone who was able to achieve the things that I set out to achieve. I want to be remembered as someone who enjoyed making other people happy um, and I also want to be remembered as someone who was just very genuine and open to other people and non-judging of other people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I judge, but I don't judge, you know, you know, yeah. right. I judge, but I don't judge. Every but human being yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you hold it against the person? I don't hold yeah. it against the right. right. people. I do point things out sometimes, mm-hmm. but you right. know, that's just a part of that's life. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's life. yeah. And I hope that they remember, you know, my humor and that I made them laugh and, you know, things, of, things like that. You know, I just hope that people um, remember the good. And if they remember the bad, I hope they put a funny twist on it. There you go. <laughs> right.
0: Listen, as someone that uh, you know spoke to a classroom with some students in it, uh, I'll never forget.
1: You. Thank you. All right? Yes.
0: So now, for the listening audience, for the one or multiple or many or thousands or hundreds of thousands of millions billions uh, yes. that were affected <laughs> and that felt what you said today,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where can they find you?
1: Um, right now, you can find me on Facebook. I'm under my name, believe it or not, Sharon Mency. C-H-A-R-O-N M-I-N-C-E-Y um, If you want to email me, you can email me at Davis, D-A-V-I-S C-H-A 26 at gmail.com.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life to be here with us.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your life to allow <laughs> me to be here. <laughs> <I> mean, <sorry. laughs> that, on. that
0: seat is always open for you whenever oh, you want thank to come back. Okay,
1: I'm holding you to that. Yes, ma'am. Oh, all right. Yes. Please thank you do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. All right.
0: Now you know where to find her. <laughs> Unleash you, fam. Peace, love, and happiness. Unleash you. Samar, Samar. thanks in the coach, mm-hmm. Mike Faber. We out. Peace. Bye.